Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 76. No longer forced to move, only forward on the board, a sideways slip at a time. The kings could move forward or back, which made them doubly dangerous. They had reached the furthest row and could go where they wanted. Chernobog had three kings, Shadow had two. Chernobog moved one of his kings around the board, eliminating Shadow's remaining pieces while using the other two kings to keep Shadow's pieces pinned down. And then Chernobog made a fourth king and returned down the board to Shadow's two kings and unsmiling took them both. And that was that. So, said Chernobog, I get to knock out your brains, and you will go on your knees willingly. Is good. He reached out an old hand and patted Shadow's arm with it. We've still got time before dinner's ready, said Shadow. You want another game? Same terms? Chernobog lit another cigarette from a kitchen box of matches. How can it be same terms? You want I should kill you twice? Right now you have one blow, that's all. You told me yourself that it's not just strength, it's skill too. This way, if you win this game, you get two blows to my head. Chernobog glowered. One blow is all it takes. One blow. That is the art. He patted his upper right arm where the muscles were, with his left scattering gray ash from the cigarette in his left hand. It's been a long time. If you've lost your skill, you might simply bruise me. How long has it been since you swung a killing hammer in the stockyards? Thirty years? Forty? Chernobog said nothing. His closed mouth was a gray slash across his face. He tapped his fingers on the wooden table, drumming out a rhythm with them. Then he pushed the twenty-four checkers pieces back to their home squares on the board. Play, he said. Again, you were light, I am dark. Shadow pushed his first piece out. Chernobog pushed one of his own pieces forward, and it occurred to Shadow that Chernobog was going to try to play the same game again, the one he had just won, that this would be his limitation. This time, Shadow played recklessly. He snatched tiny opportunity. And that's our page. Page is full of the color gray. There's ash, and there's the gray slash of Chernobog's mouth. And the pieces themselves, although not so described on this page, are gray as well, or graying. And it's definitely a color that comes to be associated with Chernobog. Page starts, though, talks with a fairly lengthy discussion of the power of kings in the game of checkers. And it stands out quite a bit, I think we could possibly make a connection between the king pieces and checkers to the gods in the book where they're able to go anywhere and do anything but in the end they're still bound by the limitations of the board and the rules of the game even unlike chess where there's different tiers of pieces who can move different directions backward and forward sideways etc in chess the only way that uh, or in checkers, rather. The only way that pieces can get new moves is the ability to move backward. And I think this ties in also with the discussions that we're going to be having about how the gods change, or how even American culture changes so that the ways of worship change. There's There's not a comparable sort of situation in chess where where the pieces can get a new move by getting to the end of the board. I guess if you move a pawn to the end, you can revive one of your fallen pieces, but it's not exactly the same. Similar, though, I guess, now that I've talked myself into it. You've convinced me. It is similar enough that maybe it is the same thing, or at least close to that. But the pieces can grow in power in checkers by surviving long enough to get to the other side of the board. And... 
I'm not sure if this is meant to parallel the old gods, like Wednesday and Chernobog. I'm not sure if it's supposed to parallel Shadow's story. I don't have a good answer. I'm just gassing on in my garage talking about this and trying to convince myself that I'm right. So you're kind of unnecessary to this process. I do appreciate you listening, but I'd be talking even if you weren't. But please, continue to listen. We'll have fun. Odin hanged from the world tree for nine days, and after surviving, he came out more powerful. Shadow is involved in some supernatural shit show, and he's going to slowly be gaining power in these situations as well. Even here on the page, he notes that Chernobog won't be deviating from his previous checkers game, and that's within a move or two. Perhaps we're getting some precognition on the part of Shadow as well? I don't know. I could be just reading too much into it, which would not be would not be new to listeners of this podcast. But Shadow does prove that he's more clever than people would give him credit for. He was already pointing out on the previous page that Chernobog, basically that Chernobog would only get one hit. And now he's really digging into Chernobog's insecurities. Chernobog would get a small boost from sacrificing Shadow with his hammer, but if Shadow lives, who knows if he would get anything at all. There is certainly a discussion of Shadow willingly going to his knees and and being sacrificed, so I wonder if there's something there to a, a willing sacrifice versus an unwilling one. There's nothing on the page to clue us in one way or another. Just something I noticed worth pointing out, probably. I think Shadow is purposefully playing on these aspects of Chernobog. He may not have a full understanding of who Chernobog is or what his various insecurities are, but I think he's already started to figure out kind of the way of things. He's becoming, or maybe he's displaying, really. He's displaying more of this kind of cleverness, this ability to read people and to really read what Wednesday wants out of a situation. We don't get any of this communicated through the the actual words on the page. There's no knowing looks between Wednesday and Shadow as this is going on, but Shadow's certainly being clever here, and and I think it just goes to show that if we if we underestimate him as readers or as characters in the book, we're going to be surprised. Shadow definitely gets under Chernobog's skin. He's very he he's he's not communicating verbally as much. He's got a gray slash of a mouth. He speaks pretty clipped as as they start the second game up. So Chernobog is now quietly simmering with anger. And I guess on the next page we can discuss whether or not that was a good idea. Get in touch with us at the world beyond the tail at gmail.com or on Twitter at WorldBeyondPot. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme song. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real.